Welcome to the Cadet Dome Podcast, where we explore the nature of reality, the primacy of consciousness, deliberate creation, and your personal empowerment. In this level of consciousness series, I'll be referencing David Hawkins' scale of consciousness to provide you with a breakdown of the life-rich and empowered levels. These are the levels going from 200 and up, and these are the levels wherein you demonstrate and embody that level of magnetism, that level of receptivity that I talk a lot about in my deliberate creation conversations. In this series, I'll highlight what psychological and emotional patterns arise for integration and embodiment at each of the levels, as well as what psychological and emotional patterns are transcended. And I address ways that you can calibrate to the specific level, as well as ways that you can transcend that particular level. The levels we'll explore are the courage level, the neutrality level, the willingness level, the acceptance level, the reason level, the love level, the joy level, the peace level, and the enlightenment level. If you do a quick search for David Hawkins scale of consciousness or David Hawkins map of consciousness, you'll see what these levels entail in sort of a preliminary overview sense. But I'll be going in depth on each of the levels. I'll also do a wrap-up episode at the end where I'll touch on some key distinctions that are very useful for you to have on your journey of self-evolution. So taking a look at the willingness level, you'll see that we are still in the realm of the linear mind. We're still in that realm from courage up until about love where how we perceive reality is from the perspective of the linear mind. And Hawkins highlight that the willingness level, so 310, can actually be seen as a gateway point to higher levels of awareness. And those higher levels of awareness are are the non-linear levels of mind that we'll explore when we get to love and above. Now, the willingness level is characterized by a general attitude of willingness, a willingness to learn, a willingness to face your inner patterns, a willingness to grow, a willingness or even an eagerness to meet the needs of others. This is a level where flow is clearly evidenced in your life. You experience rapid growth and economic and social success from what to others may look like from a place of ease, from a place of flow, from a place of apparent effortlessness. Now, the calibration level for willingness is 310. The dominant emotion is optimism. The process is intention. The life view is hopeful. And the God view is inspiring. And again, if you take a look at the emotions, the process, the life view, and the God view, these are all tones or vibrations or, or 
psychological and emotional patterns that have a more positive feel to them. Optimism is is naturally a positive state. Intention is a process you move into when you're empowered, when you have the energy to start channeling your focus, channeling your awareness into that focused intent, into that focused, captured, articulated expression of your vision. And hopefulness, again, it's it's a more uplifted, it's a more positive perspective on life. And, and the God view being inspiring, the narrative around the higher power is 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 something that leaves you you know sort of spellbound or or in awe or in wonderment so there's just a much more optimistic vibration here permeating the willingness level the additional emotions you can associate with this level are the emotions of confidence an overall sense of well-being optimism as i mentioned earlier appreciation there's, there's sort of a, a deep appreciation for life and for being alive at this level. The feeling of aliveness, vibrancy, that sort of sense of vitality is very present at this level. You also have more empathy being expressed at this level. Enthusiasm, cheerfulness, service orientation, friendliness, and helpfulness are all emotional tones, emotional tonalities you can attach to this level. What you start doing at this level, what you start expressing at this level is a, a mindset of positivity. You essentially have a positive brain. You've fully embodied a positive outlook and a positive attitude on, on yourself and on life. You're also receptive to learning at this level. You seek out your psychological growth, your internal growth. So you're easily teachable at this level. Again, it's that willingness attitude that pervades this level of consciousness. You've also developed a participatory commitment at this level. You've committed yourself to participating in constructive activities positively in life you essentially say yes to life's opportunities you know when things flow into your experience your default response is to welcome them to say yes to them so there's much more participatory forward moving energy that you start expressing at the willingness level with that emerging receptivity to learning with that emerging pattern of being easily teachable you're also willing to face any internal discord you experience you don't avoid or ignore contraction you don't avoid being triggered you know you don't avoid or ignore or dismiss or overlook any kind of distortions or or faulty beliefs or painful memories you may have you're willing to work out your inner territory you're willing to investigate identify and you know whether it's heal or update your patterns you're willing to go inward and do that work at this level so that inward orientation at this level is geared toward that improvement of self as well 
Now, at the willingness level, you actually demonstrate a higher competency in the self-awareness and self-regulation quadrants of emotional intelligence and how these are demonstrated or expressed in your own life is that for one you have a high self-esteem your view of yourself is positive you know starting at the courage level you start to see self-directed narratives uh, around capacity around feelings that say you know I can do it I'm capable and here at the willingness level that is is very much ingrained in your self-referencing your narrative about yourself is positive it feels you it fills you with positive energy and this high self-esteem is actually reflected back to you in the feedback that comes back so whether it's your level of career success economic success your well-being you get that feedback that reflects your positive self-referencing you're also resilient at this level you have an ability to bounce back from facing any challenge because you're highly competent in those self-awareness and self-regulation abilities you are able to bring yourself back into forward movement you're able to bring yourself back into continuing on your your journey into continuing to pursue your goals, continuing to pursue your dreams, continuing to grow yourself, whatever the case may be. So at this level, you see resilience as being sort of an inherent part of who you are. So at this level, there is a real embodiment of the growth mindset with, you know, how you're learning from experience, how you're self-correcting your mindset or behaviors as you go through your experiences that having an overall positive attitude toward the process of learning itself that openness that you have to life and to living are all indicating that you've embodied to what is referenced as the growth mindset in positive psychology at this level you also recognize that you know, whatever mistakes or errors you make are benign. You simply approach these as something that you acknowledge and correct. Whereas below 200, mistakes or errors are seen as a threat to the self. So at below the 200, when a mistake or an error is made, the response from that self is to go into defensiveness and blaming and the like. So There's a significant shift here in how you interpret mistakes or errors. You don't take them personally. You don't internalize them. You recognize that mistakes can happen, errors can happen, that, you know, all you need to do is sort of acknowledge them, correct them, and move on. The other thing that's evident at this level, in the willingness level, is the increase in the flow of life force, the increase in the positive energy that's available to you. As, you know, sort of is evidenced by the kinds of emotions you predominantly cycle, you you can see that that well-being, that appreciation for life, the 
more positive beliefs you have about yourself and, and life are indicating that there's more positive energy flowing through your being, through your nervous system. And what this also indicates is that the energy that was, you know, spent on inner resistance, on negative emotion and sort of the contracted levels or the, the negative beliefs about self and others, all of the energy that was being used up or diffused by those types of resistant patterns is now freely available to you, is now there for you to create from. So you essentially have more energy at this level. Related to that, one of the things that you can say about this level is here, instead of having anticipatory anxiety, like in courage where you're projecting problems and then being anxious about them, here you actually have a kind of anticipatory positivity. So when you look ahead, when you look at the week ahead, the month ahead, the years ahead, you are anticipating positive experiences. You are anticipating positive manifestations for yourself and your surrounding. Now, if you take a look at the kinds of beliefs that you start having at this level, you have beliefs like life is innately pleasing. The universe is supportive, friendly, and benign. I create my own opportunities. Life is not a sprint. It's a marathon. So if, if you kind of take a look at the, the default psychological programs at this level, again, they exhibit a kind of inherent positivity to them. They're open, they're welcoming, they see self, others, and the universe in positive light. So there's a measurable neurological change here that's indicating that how you interpret yourself, how you interpret others, how you interpret the universe and the flow of experiences is predominantly positive. There's there's just a sort of a positive spin to how you take in the data of life, both internally and externally. At this level, you also notice that what motivates you, what sources your forward movement is inspiration itself. So instead of being motivated by external gains or external rewards, instead of sort of the carrot being dangled in front of you from the outside, what actually motivates you is inspiration itself. You know, that feeling of being inspired to create, being inspired to give, and deriving your forward movement from this internal reward system rather than external milestones or external outcomes. So again, there's a drawing of life force, a drawing of positive energy from within. The other thing that's evident at this level, as far as you know, what you start doing, who you start being, how you start showing up in the world, is that there's a higher competency in social awareness and relationship management within that four quadrant emotional intelligence model. Essentially, you are healthy at relating at this level. You are healthy in, in the way that you relate to others. There's a real strong sense at this level of 
wanting to be of service, of wanting to assist others. And essentially being rewarded by the act of giving itself rather than giving for some reward, rather than giving for some something coming back to you. You give just because you enjoy giving at this level. So there's a a kind of generosity here, a genuine generosity here that isn't attached to any hidden motives. So th this is really the beginning of the co-creator perspective because you're based in a mindset of collaboration, mutuality, and a kind of win-win orientation. You started to embody that co-creator perspective. Co-creation is entirely about collaboration and mutuality. It's, it's about coming together to create together something that benefits all sides, something that meets the needs of all sides. And here is where you start to really embody that co-creator perspective. So at this level, there's an indication that you have a balanced heart center. So with the authenticity that you have, with the empathy for others you have, the responsiveness, the unconditional giving are all indicating a an open heart chakra if, if you want to reference the chakra system or the energy centers so the social awareness and relationship management piece where you are aware of others you are aware of their needs you are aware of their wants and and you are also desiring of wanting to assist and support others is really the flowering of the heart chakra and the other thing of note at this level is that you have a focus and interest in social contribution. So a broader interest in contributing to society is, is awakened in you in the willingness level. The other thing that you notice in the willingness level is you have an increase in your capacity for humor. You are willing and able to laugh at yourself that lightheartedness that started to emerge at level 250 is, is really blooming at this level where, you know, you don't really take yourself seriously and you're able to, to laugh at your mistakes, your errors, your conundrums or whatever they may be. So there's a lightheartedness that's directed at yourself. At this level, you're also continuing to expand upon the qualities of personal responsibility and accountability that we saw emerging at 200. So once again, you are taking full responsibility for your life. You are taking full responsibility for your interior. So for the world of your thoughts and emotions, you're not really blaming the outside world. You're not attributing responsibility for your experiences, whether they're internal or external, to outside condition. So you're, you're really owning your power at this level. Now, in terms of what you stop doing in the willingness level, you essentially no longer generate inner resistance to life. You have a significant shift in your internal narratives, how you see your own capacity, which is reinforced by the flow of your experiences. So you're not internally generating emotions like doubt or 
distrust or cynicism or a sense of struggle. You're not creating those sort of contracted, low calibrating narratives and emotions within yourself. So you are essentially resistance free internally. You're also no longer passively observing life. So we saw in the neutrality level that at that level of consciousness, the individual would sort of be a passive observer of life. Here, in willingness, you're actively engaging in life. You're actively participating. You're actively contributing to your own experiences as well as the experiences of those in your life or those in the world. At this level, you've also transcended the duality of win-lose, the competitive mental and emotional patterns where there's a winner and a loser. Now, while you know that's an appropriate mindset or, or landscape for games, for sports, for, for things that happen within an arena of some kind, in life, that win-lose attitude, that competitive mindset is sort of a fabricated mental position. You don't actually have to be in competition with anybody. You don't actually have to reference yourself in relation to what you have or don't have compared to others. All of that is a psychological pattern, an emotional pattern you've transcended at the willingness level. Again, that mutuality, that win-win harmonious orientation that you have is reflective of you. You no longer believe in that dualistic, divisive, one person has to come on top, other people have to, you know, sort of stay losers and the like. You don't have any of that kind of mental currents or emotional currents within you at this level. You've overcome that what's in it for me mentality that prioritizes only the needs of self with your development of empathy with your development of caring for others with your development of that service orientation your needs are seen alongside the needs of others you you aren't canceling out the needs of others just to get what you want you aren't in that sort of overwriting of other people's needs and wants to get your way so you approach situations you approach relationships from that perspective of how do we all win here (laughs) that's that's your orientation at this level you're also unthwarted by external conditions so you stop quitting or giving up because of some external condition You, you don't throw your hands up in the air and go ah you know, forget about it. When you are striving to achieve your goals or when, when you are pursuing the things that you want to experience, you, you stop sort of dictating or being dictated by circumstances. You recognize that you create your own opportunities, or at least that's the perspective you inhabit. So your creativity continues as you move forward you know if if you if something comes up if challenges arise you figure out ways to pivot and keep moving forward rather than you know sort of throwing your hands up and saying I give up the emotions that you don't really experience at this level include emotions like doubt emotions like mistrust whether it's mistrusting others or mistrusting life you've 
again, you're not generating resistance, so you don't experience any of the emotions that are related to resistance. Or at least you, you don't experience them longer than their natural refractory period. So when it comes to emotions like fear or anger, if you experience them, you experience them within their natural pulsation rather than as a habituated cycling of those emotions in your system. So you experience emotions appropriately and particularly with the life protective emotions we're talking about. You experience them within their appropriate context rather than the cycling or overcycling of of contractive states of consciousness. Now, the challenges at this level are primarily related to ego identification. So the self-reference at this level is entirely based on the personality structure. The growth credit is going to the ego. It's going to a sense of, I did it, it's all me, kind of overlooks or doesn't perceive the greater orchestrating intelligence of life. While we're talking about a positive ego here that is, you know, positioning itself in a supportive, positive narrative around self and others, this level of consciousness is still a bit fragmented from a broader sense of connection to the whole, from a sense of connection to the planet, to the cosmos, to a higher power. So the higher spiritual faculties or the higher levels of awareness at this level have not fully flowered. Even if there are glimmers of connectedness at this level, it's not at, at the level that it can be at. So at this level, the, the individual is looking at the source of life and vitality as being the personality structure, as being the autobiographical narrator. Instead of sourcing from the infinite, the, the cosmos, the you know, sort of vast unseen realm of, of the infinite, here the individual is sourcing from a finite sense of self. So the challenge for this level is to, to overcome the assumption that your personality's personal will or your personality's intentions are the primary cause of your growth and success. You have to overcome at this level any residual unconscious egoic pride. So total ego absorption and and in below 200 the ego absorption is is of a a negative ego it's it's a different calibration of ego but it's reflective of the pride level mindset that me myself and i identification so it's possible that at this level there are unresolved pride level mental impressions that are preventing the individual from experiencing their true multi-dimensional nature as consciousness as that awareness as that alertness and aliveness that comes before the ego and ego processes. So ego identification is, is the main challenge, overcoming that awareness of self as just ego or as just the body or as just this personality that you know yourself to be. The other challenge to overcome at this level is 
overcommitting yourself to help others from the belief that, again, that you are that causal force of improvements. Here there's a, a possibility of inhabiting a sort of self-sacrificial mindset because you have that ego identification that says, you know, it's all me. I'm doing all of this. I'm growing. I'm crushing it. I'm the one who's, you know, doing all these great things because you, you're embodied in that perspective. There can be a tendency to believe that, you know, you're the only one who can help others or you're the only one who can make improvements in the lives of others. Instead of having a balanced belief that says, you know what, the universe has them, the universe can support them. This, this greater, vast field of intelligence that we live in can provide for others in the same way that it has provided for me. Instead of that kind of a balanced, broader lens, you may move into a self-sacrificial pattern where you overgive of your time, where you overgive of your energy, where you overgive of your resources from that sense that you're the only one who can help, that you can, you're the only one who can solve problems for people, you're the only one who can provide solutions for people or what have you. So that overcommitting yourself to help others is a challenge you have to look out for at this level. Now, deliberately calibrating at the willingness level can start by setting the intention to calibrate fully at this level. Now, we haven't talked about setting an intention to calibrate yourself at a level of consciousness, but that is something you can start with. Now, the process for the willingness level is intention. So you can start playing with your ability to intend to emerge onto the level of consciousness that is you know, most inviting to you, which, whichever level of consciousness you, f- you feel pulled to embody and express, you can start by setting the intention to fully emerge yourself, fully allow your energy field to embody the qualities of that level of consciousness. So you can play with that process of setting an intention and allowing that intention to guide your evolution to guide your expansion. The other thing that you can do to deliberately calibrate at the willingness level is take a look at the beliefs that are sort of patterned throughout this level, the beliefs about self, the beliefs about others, the beliefs about the universe or or the higher power, and begin to mentally rehearse those types of beliefs. Whether you use affirmations or hypnosis, you can begin to encode your neurology, begin to embody within your outlook the beliefs that are representative of this level. And that embodiment of the belief will start to help you see what else you can integrate to fully actualize yourself at this level. Now, as with most of the levels that we've explored so far, strengthening all four emotional intelligence, EQ quadrants, is a really handy approach to allowing yourself to develop the psychological and emotional patterns that allow you to express from these levels of consciousness. Now, emotional intelligence is really a well-developed map for 
developing your self-awareness, developing your self-regulation abilities, developing your social awareness, as well as your skills at managing relationships. And it's a model of self-development that you can use to emerge onto the level of consciousness that you want to emerge onto. So continuing to work with the you know, all the tools that are out there from from the emotional intelligence research is something that you can incorporate into your evolution work. The other thing that you can explore to calibrate at this level is the work in literature on the growth mindset. Now, within positive psychology, there's there's lots of information on the qualities that are inherent to a growth mindset how you approach yourself, how you approach learning, how you approach challenges, how you interpret other people's accomplishments are all well documented in the growth mindset literature. So that's something you can study to, again, allow yourself to encode for the the psychological, emotional, and behavioral patterns that would be reflective of the willingness level of consciousness. Now, in the neutrality level, I talked about, you know, using tools like the Sedona method to release resistance. So here, because the willingness level is reflective of an inner environment that is free of resistance, practicing daily releasing resistance, continually releasing any contraction that you know your your experiences evoke in you that challenges that come up evoke in you will allow you to habituate your ability to release in real time you can literally release incoherence you can release any kind of contraction as it arises and allow yourself to be free of any kind of sustained internal resistance so developing that commitment to be in a continual state of letting go of tension and in a continual state of letting go of any contraction is is something that you can crystallize at this level so committing to release resistance is is something that will allow you to calibrate at this level as well the other thing to inhabit or embody at this level to calibrate within that willingness sphere of being is learning to receive help and support to balance your newly developed sort of service or helpfulness orientation. Now, that wanting to assist others, wanting to help others, wanting to be of service are all valuable skills to have. But the sort of reflective or sort of counterbalancing behavior, psychological and emotional behavior here is the ability to receive help and support as well, the ability to ask for help when you need it. So developing that side of that service orientation can help you not only calibrate at this level, but begin to evolve from this level on to the next. Now, as far as how you can evolve from this level or transcend this level, that comes from, in part, you know, continuing to strengthen your your boundaries. So the the challenge of sort of over-serving is, is something related to boundaries. So that definition that, you know, you're the only one who can help others or you're the only one who can make improvements in others' lives 
has a risk of moving you into over-serving or over-giving or going into people-pleasing where you know you want to go around cheering everyone up and that's okay if you have the time energy and resources to do it where if you don't where if you're doing that from a place of sacrificing your own energy that is an indication that you have to strengthen your boundaries where service and helpfulness is concerned so you can help people but you do it when you have the energy the inner resources to do so so continuing to strengthen your ability to have healthy boundaries your ability to you know prioritize your own needs when you need to and then consciously choose to serve others when you want to is something that you want to strengthen at this level and the other thing that will allow you to transcend this level and emerge into the next levels is developing your ability to embody the non-linear levels of awareness so this ties into sort of developing yourself spiritually now one thing that will allow you to encode the psychological patterns you need to transcend ego identification is non-dual teachings. Non-dual teachings, whether you're looking at Advaita Vedanta or anything that's teaching you to move into that space of awareness that precedes ego, that space of awareness that precedes all thought processes, You want to take on that practice because that will really help you break free of that identification to the ego processes. So ego, as we experience it, is secondary to awareness. Awareness is always there in the background. And that's your core state of being. That's where you come from. That's where you emerge out of. That core state of awareness, that core state of pure presence, that core state of non-dual consciousness is what we all come from as we experience what we're experiencing thought patterns arise to create a narrative to create a sense of a a center of self-reference that we call a me but prior to that prior to the formations of the those thought processes is the center of awareness that you can connect to and one of the most effective means of really allowing yourself to connect to or orient your attention toward that center of pure awareness that is at back of all experiences from my experience has been non-dual teaching so the teachings of Ramana Maharshi the teachings of uh, Nisgardata Maharaj there, there are lots out there that you can start exploring to help you deconstruct the the tendency to over identify with the processes of the ego so that's something you can begin to explore and again you can create that intention to transcend ego identification and and see what you can draw into your experience that's relevant for who you are for what you what you've studied for what would be the most useful tool or resource out there to help you achieve that expansion of your center of self-reference that concludes our exploration of this level stay tuned for the continuation of the levels of consciousness series in future episodes if you're enjoying the cadest own podcast 
You can help grow the show by subscribing on Apple and Spotify and by sharing your favorite episodes with your friends and community. I've got lots of resources designed to support you on your growth and deliberate creation journey. I've got many videos on my YouTube channel, including affirmations and guided meditations, a free resources library with tools and worksheets you can use, books on Amazon on a number of different topics on consciousness and co-creation, online courses at my online school, including a free course on understanding the levels of consciousness. And I also share tips regularly on my blog and my newsletter and on my social channels. You can learn more and find all of these resources on my website at infinite-life.com. The link to my website is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I'll see you next time on the Cadestone Podcast.